If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. It's January 6th, the first day of CES for the media, and you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And this week, The Wrap is recording live from Las Vegas and from what is arguably the world's biggest technology show. CES sets the stage for the next year of consumer technology, showcasing all manner of gadgets as the world's makers of headphones, speakers, TVs, blenders, white goods, tablets, computers, and more show off just what's coming. There's a lot here and a lot to get stuck into, but on press day, it's all about the big ticket items. The big TVs, the big gadgets, the big news, and even the big flying taxis. Yep, that's a thing you'll start to hear more about this year. But before we get stuck into that, let's talk TVs, because the news on those is interesting this year. While you can expect to find quite a few 4K and 8K screens from the likes of LG, Samsung, Sony, Hisense, TCL and others, it was really the unorthodox approaches to TV design that grabbed us at CES to start with. For instance, Samsung's approach to TV design is a little different in something called micro-LED. These are a little bit different from your conventional TV and are more like Lego blocks for making a screen. You buy a specific screen size and it comes with several modular components so you can mount the TV to the wall using a holding plate with magnets. This allows you to basically have a screen that's part of a wall, or you can even be more creative and make the screen parts of furniture. A long mirror, covers for a cabinet, or mounted like a rectangular bit of artwork. Samsung has shown a few ideas that are very cool in person, and Micro-LED has already etched into our experience as one of the best products so far at CES. Another great concept unfolded from Lenovo today and was demonstrated by the likes of Intel. While Intel talked up its Project Athena concept, a laptop design that promises all-day battery life with solid performance, there was also a showing of foldable computers. And guess what? Lenovo has one. It'll be launching as a ThinkPad X1 Fold, and it's basically two 9.6-inch screens hinged together in a foldable design, not unlike the Samsung Galaxy Fold, yet running Windows 10 instead of Android. You'll get Windows 10 X here, and that's the new version of Windows made for foldable designs like this Lenovo computer. Intel showed a few models, including a 17-inch option that should be coming in the near future, and while foldable laptops are really new, they probably won't make it out until the middle of the year at the earliest. However, they could mean that you won't ever need a tablet again, as they can be folded back to become a smaller tablet, like a 9 or a 10 inch, while an unfolded tablet becomes a relatively sizable laptop. Intel also announced that it was working on its own graphics chip that was on the way, as well as a new computer chip, suggesting faster and more capable computers are around the corner in the coming months. I mean, that goes without saying, but it's nice to see new hardware all the same. And Intel isn't alone in this either. AMD has new chips for the computer and for graphics, so you could expect quite a few new computers in the coming months, with 2020 possibly being the year computers get interesting again. There are other somewhat interesting announcements today, including LG's gallery-style OLED screens, the GXTV, which is kind of like Samsung's The Frame, but with an OLED panel used instead. Samsung has also made a screen for millennials in the Cero, which can be viewed in horizontal or portrait, and basically shows what's on a phone, yet on a TV. Belkin and high-end audio brand Duvillet have teamed up for a unique little audiophile-grade speaker that also charges phones and works with Google Assistant. But not every announcement was about something entertaining, as these seem to largely be. In fact, there was one announcement that we think we might have been hyped up for that will be incredibly useful in the future and goes a long way to improving transport. 
The news came from two companies as Hyundai and Uber announced a collaboration in building a flying taxi. Yep, you heard that right. It's a flying taxi. It's like a flying car, only that it's not a car. It's more like a combination between a helicopter and a drone, though it will still have a pilot, at least for now. In the future, you can probably expect a self-flying system handled by software, much like a self-driving car, but we kind of have to get to that point first, so baby steps. Australia is also quite lucky because Melbourne is one of only three places around the world where Uber's flying taxi service Uber Elevate is being trialled and set to launch in 2023. Whether it meets that deadline remains to be seen, but if or when it does, it'll be a Hyundai SA1 doing the work, a new vehicle that can move people up to 100 kilometres by flight. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, live from CES in Las Vegas. That's all we have time for today, so tune in tomorrow to find out what's new from the world's biggest technology show in just five minutes. Until then, thanks for listening and take care. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. 